to On the Block with Stricken Bach on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. This is On the Block here on 93.7 The Ticket and The Ticket FM. I am Jake Bachman. He is Eric Strickland, the Husker Hall of Famer, longtime NBA vet. We're going to get into a little bit more discussion here about maybe the greatest of all time, the GOAT, Tom Brady, who obviously called off uh, his retirement earlier. I think about, I think it was maybe five days later when he said, never say never. And that was at that point that I thought, uh, maybe he's just you know, having us along for the ride this offseason. But uh, you think that's yeah, a potential uh, strike is that there, there, we have some Brett Favre 2.0 where he's keep on retiring, keep on coming back. Well, some of the crazy things about it, right, is is it took about the same amount of time for Favre to make his assessment as to what he was going to do as it took for Tom Brady, right? So for me, that's that that kind of symbolizes some of the similar things and conversations that Favre was having, some of the evasiveness that Favre was having. You're seeing a little bit with Tom. Um, I think one of the things that when when I look at it, it provides Tom a good a, a good ability to make an assessment as to what the Bucks are going to do, but. If what some of the rumors that are out there holds true is that 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 he has an issue with Bruce Arians. Now, Bruce Arians has totally refuted that and called it BS. Yeah, basically. So not basically. That's what, what he it, said. <laughs> but that's what he said. Yeah. And he didn't say it once. Yeah. He didn't say prick. He didn't say BS once. He said it twice. So we know he meant it. Right. So. So at the end of the day. Right. If we if if if. if but I can understand Tom's issue with that right is to why he's given pause if you're one of the greatest players of all time and you are the one that they signify as that at the end of the day teddy bridgewater and you are vibing so just imagine just imagine you know you're you're going away you've delegated now and this is all alleged and this is rumor to be what the issues is you have your achilles issues you're going to do your uh, rehab and all that stuff you have delegated to Teddy Bridgewater and Tom Brady, which is a good delegation um, of, of transferring those type of plans to those type of people. That's something that I mean, I, kudos to you now, but then on your return, you're looking on the board on what the greatest of all time, what he sees, what, what his KYP, knowing his personnel is, mm-hmm. knowing in the film work that Tom Brady does and the time that he puts in and game prep, sitting with Teddy Bridgewater, who is may not have been one of the best quarterbacks out there. He still did his thing, but definitely is one of the up and coming, coming brilliant minds as far as, uh, you know, handling those things. In the it's office, a Byron Leftwich, right? Yes. Byron Leftwich, right? Yeah. Byron Leftwich, yes. By, my bad. Leftwich. Yeah. Did I say Teddy Bridgewater? Yeah. <laughs> Leftwich. That's easy to get him confused. Yes. So Byron Leftwich. So at that time, they're doing what they're supposed to do. You come in, look at the board, and get to start 
red red pinning everything and just totally basically kicking out what they I would be like bro you're disrespecting me right now <laughs> like do you know what who I am like I mean <laughs> and that's the kind of arrogance you kind of got to have when you're on the court do you, you understand I I'm I'm in this you delegated now all of a sudden you come in here and just start xing out everything without even seeing okay okay cool you know, and yeah. so I wouldn't want to come back if I'm if I'm somebody that is 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 an integral part on you even having what you have, which is a your first championship. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? And now you're just disrespect. But I see it though, Bach. Real talk. I see it like this. I see it from a standpoint of there. He's he he's using this as a leverage piece, and it's a great leverage piece because he signed the extension. So you know he they have him for two years. They have his rights. So. What you there's nothing really you can do is basically just say, I'm out and I give you enough. I'm I'm being respectful as the GOAT, giving you enough time to make a decision on who you're going to transfer to, who you're going to try to bring in uh, and all of that to put your pieces. But it allows me to sit back, too, on if Arians can stop tripping, if that's the beef that they have in this alleged rumor and who they're going to bring back. I'm already mad at you because you got rid of one of my weapons and Antonio Brown, and I told you I needed him, you know, even though I may be mad and frustrated. Or Antonio's whatever, but tweeting I, stuff out today again. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so, you know, you're looking at all these elements and you're wondering, which they have some issues probably with the cap. They're, they're not all the way there, but they've got some issues that what can you really bring back that I can't go somewhere else and get it? Like yeah. I could see him popping his head up in San Francisco. I could see him popping his head up, you know, with the Vikings. I could see him, you know, if 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 Aaron Rodgers don't make a move to Denver, they got money, they got young players. I can see him dipping over there and making it happen. Their yeah. line is not bad, so I see, I can see some places he can go. Yeah, it's interesting. Obviously, like you said, the Bucks would have the rights to him, so he would he basically have to be back trade. with them. They'd have to trade him, and, and I'm sure they would. I mean, he, he obviously came to the franchise and um, delivered what what they wanted out of it, and then it's better, obviously, to get something out of Tom Brady. I mean, he could get something pretty nice probably out of Tom Brady uh, rather than nothing if he just retires and stays retired. So that is a possibility. A lot of people do speculate San Francisco, the 49ers, the team he grew up cheering for in, in that area. Um, for what it's worth, they – I, it, it sounds like they said no to him um, in favor of Jimmy Garoppolo when he joined the Bucks, right? When he left the Patriots, a lot of it was surprising to me. A lot of the league, reportedly, like most of it, said, "No, we don't. We don't want Tom Brady at this point in his career." Which I understand. He's 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 an aging veteran, but he's the greatest of all time. And like the and Bucks just proved, yeah, still putting up those numbers. Um, it's it, it 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 was it's just crazy how he's kind of treated leaving New England around the league. But you know, and so that's that's one thing that I would say though is is about the the. 49ers a lot of people want to put together his dream team when he was a kid um, compared to um, where he is now and 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 I think he might probably probably still holds a grudge against him for saying no the first time he offered yeah yeah I mean, you you could be right you know and but but that's what that's what makes this this draft upcoming draft season interesting that's what makes this you know free agency oh yeah I mean, normally in the summer, I mean, I, I love that's one thing about baseball, Bach, is I loved playing the game, but I hate it off days. And it's the same thing as I hate watching it on TV and I prefer to watch it live. Oh, yeah. 
I prefer to go to the game and sit there, have hot dogs, sip on it, yeah. brew. That's and, one of the best times so, out there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. In, in a nice day underneath underneath the bleachers. Not I don't want to be yeah. in the exposed sun because it gets hot. <laughs> yeah. But but um but that's the thing is gonna make this summer interesting. I'm gonna be looking like what what moves are people making and 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 seeing how they're doing those moves to be able to position something like this to happen. Yeah, and of course, how the Brady retirement news hit also makes you kind of look twice at it, where it's like, okay, the reports were there. They obviously got their information. Um, it turns out, you know, because for a couple of days we're going, did they, they making that up? I mean, if he's not ready, they just got all their, you know, they got secondhand information. Um, but I, I just, I, as soon as I heard him say never say never five days after, I think I, I have a, if I were a betting man, I'd bet that he's playing this year just because, you know, yeah. you know, if you're not, when you make that decision, you got to be, he, he, he's making it from the side of, if I'm going to play football, I got to be totally in on it. And I'm not in on it. You're not totally out of it, dude. <laughs> you're definitely not totally out on it. And if you get a few months with the family and, and all that stuff, and maybe you don't have to do the typical, um, you know, preseason camps or whatever. Um, and, and he wouldn't have to, you know, you just go ahead and bring him on in. You know, I, I think that maybe as a family, they could make that decision to, to give it one more go at it. And I, I, I think he, he would at least like the, the opportunity to come close out on top. I also think there's a chance he plays for the bucks. If he returns, maybe that's, you know, maybe that's a possibility as well. Not that he wouldn't force a trade or anything. I mean, their defense is, their defense is still solid. I mean, they still got some great pieces on the other side of the ball. I mean, they would have to tighten up a little bit, definitely in their line make some additions there. Yeah. Um, they still have a solid running game. I don't, I don't know if they're going to be able to retain for net, but you know, there, there, there's some, there's some good running backs out there that you can bring in. There's yeah. probably still some young ones out there, but um, at the end of the day, it's going to be an interesting summer. Yeah. I, I, it is going to be yeah, fun. I mean, the free agency of the NFL is always a blast, and and just in general, like you said, I mean, baseball uh, is, uh, is is fun to watch, and, and hopefully we get it right. Major League Baseball, I'm sure we will, uh, but they're yeah. kind of dragging their. They're feet trying on to this. make it happen. Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> we can. Go- I bet you a lot of them, Bach, would love to miss spring training. I guarantee. Oh, you that. I know. Go ahead. I just say well, we can complain about the the TV product of baseball, but you want a boring summer? How about no Major League Baseball no at baseball. all? <laughs> and then we'll stop complaining about the TV product. Yeah, yeah you're, you're right about that, man. You're definitely right. So yeah, a lot of a lot more interesting things. I did want to get to this too before we we go to our NBA segment. Um, much of the talk and much of the discussion was on yesterday's, you know, throughout today and yesterday certainly was on the Juan Howard Greg uh, guard uh, scuffle that would kind of played at the end of the, the Wisconsin Michigan game. Um, Howard was upset that, that, that the Wisconsin coach uh, called a timeout when he was up uh, a significant amount of points. Michigan was pressing, you know, play till the end, that sort of thing. Um, and then Greg guard wanted to give his guys a reset of the 10 second rule to get across half court so that's why he called the timeout. Uh, Howard didn't want to hear about it. So when they go into the handshake line, uh, <laughs> I mean, Howard's like trying to walk by guard, doesn't want to hear it from him at all. Guard kind of grabs him by the elbow um, to, to kind of bring him in. And then <laughs> Howard kind of grabs guard by the, the shirt. Uh, they're having their debate. Assistants get in. One assistant starts kind of, kind of pushing around and kind of trying to get to the front. Probably pushed up against a Michigan player, not probably did. Uh, and then Howard didn't like that. He took an open uh, swing at the official, at the assistant. Um, not a not a closed fist, but a swing. He kind of grabbed.
grabbed his head and kind of and then mushed and then, him a little yeah, bit. Mushed, yeah, mm-hmm. pushed him a little bit. And then the uh, and then a couple of the players started to get rowdy. Um, all of that it was interesting because a lot of people are you know kind of thinking, do you have to fire Juan Howard for this? Because this is not his first instance of getting into it with a Big Ten coach. He also did this in a short tenure. This is his second year. Uh, he did this with Mark Turgeon in the Big Ten. I'll tell you this: Big Ten meetings aren't going to be very comfortable for the basketball for Michigan basketball anymore because he's, you know, I, I guess Mark Turgeon's no longer at Maryland, um, but he's kind of going after the old guard in the Big Ten. Um, I don't necessarily think that he has to be fired for this just because he. I mean, you fire him if he hits a player, certainly, you know, does anything like that, um, but. It's it's not a good look to take a swing. It wasn't a closed fist for what it's worth. Again, it was just kind of a grab. Also not good, but he's arguing that guard was kind of holding him first, which he was touching him, but I don't know if it was necessarily, you know, too physical. So people can kind of follow wherever they want on on this side. It, it's a it's a, a tall, two two tails there, I suppose. But where where did you think about the the, the scuffle? It was it was um, it was one of those things, and then so I've got to look at it from a standpoint of. This is like you said, this is not like the only time. Right. Yeah. So I think at this point, there would have to be some form of being put on notice that, you know, any other incident, you've got to totally lock that down. And the reason being is that the reason being is that you are the leader of men, young men. And to be able Okay, so so let me do this again. Let's let's just let's just delve outside the basketball sphere mm-hmm. and just delve into life. Right now, we have an epidemic of young men that don't know how to contain their emotions and know how to de-escalate, know how to have a form of a conversation of misunderstanding or whatever the case may be. I don't agree with you. I can agree to disagree. I can debate that question with you. I don't like what you said. I would appreciate if you handle me a little bit different with that. Now, if you don't handle me, as long as you don't put your hands on me or you don't disrespect me or my wife or my kids, you know, we'll be okay. But at the end of the day, that part has not been transitioned into the system. So in life now, that turns into gunplay. That isn't like it was when I was coming up. We may, we may, we may throw a couple fists and, you know, we'll go out in a great good night and then tomorrow we'll be able to wake up and, you know, yeah. deal with Used to with fight the next like brothers, day. yeah. You know, today that's these young fellas and young men and even young women, it 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 turns into full full blown out and at some point gunplay. So if you're Jawan and you're and you know this, you have young men that emotionally, if they get raised up, how are they going to handle their emotion? Because what you saw was the minute he then goes into escalation, they follow suit. Oh, yeah. So they basically followed his lead, right? So if he handles that a little bit different and shows how to de-escalate the same, address the situation, hey, we'll have a discussion about this later. Right now, I'm not upset. Great game. I'm not happy with it. I don't like the way you handled that, but we can talk about it later. Now your players are hearing that. Now there's a different discussion, I think, as to how you can address that in the locker room with your players. And now you can, that's a teaching moment, you know, that you can be upset, you can be heated, but at the, at the end of the day, and I'm not even going to sit here and act like I'm perfect. I've had instances where I, you know, 
snap. You know what I mean? So yeah. I can, I know it can happen. So I'm not judging, but I know I'm just, I'm just wanting to, to see how we can handle this a little bit better. But you're right. There's a, there's a, a turn that has to happen at some point when you go into the coaching industry, right? I mean, if you're a player and you get caught up in the brouhaha and, and that sort of thing, I mean, it, you know, it, it is what it is, but you'll be suspended a few games, whatever. But when you're expected, like what's he teaching his Michigan kids that if he disagrees with the way that somebody's, you know, treating him, not nothing about, you know, really uh, confronting them or anything like that. But I, I'm just going, it, it's going to get to fisticuffs if we disagree. That's yeah. not what you want for your leader and young men. Um, yeah. From what it's for. Uh, Darren, yeah. Did you, did you get the word from Darren? Yeah, I Darren's point now. Yeah. Got an update. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Darren uh, Smith off Facebook lets us know Howard is suspended for the rest of the season. Thank you to Darren uh, for saying that because uh, I looked it up and Dan Wetzel did tweet out Michigan will suspend uh, men's basketball coach Juan Howard for the rest of the regular season, um, which I think is fair. I also would yeah. lo- love to see Wisconsin and Michigan in the Big Ten tournament or the, you know, the next one around uh, is going to be exciting. But um, either way, I, I think that that's fair. Uh, and I think you're right. I mean, you're this is strike two. And you you can't have another. And he's a very. I mean, obviously, this is two seasons in. He's had two of these uh, two of these deals. So he's a guy that that is is prone to this. So it 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 kind of puts you on guard at Michigan because another one of these, and and you just gonna, you're going to have to make a move, regardless of the fact that he's one of the best recruiters in the nation. Of course, you know, back for the five five five, five days, uh, that sort of thing. Um, you know, is a big part of basketball and in, in, in its history, but um, you just like like we were just talking about, it's it's just not the adult thing in the room to do um, to have coaches start to swing at each other. What do you think about this? And I think even Hoiberg was asked about this, and this was more relating at at one point in time to COVID, but maybe it makes more sense just in the competitive age of today. What do you think about handshake lines? Is that that's fine for like teaching middle schoolers and stuff, but by the time you get to college and pro. Do you need to, to go over there and, and say good game to everybody? Or, I mean, or are the friends just going to meet up afterwards and do that anyway? Like, you know, I think that it's more – I'd never had a problem with guys walking off and, you know, because how much do you need to, to hear good game from a guy? I think you could change that rule and everybody just kind of wave. Or if you if you yeah. do have somebody, <coughs> that, 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 that separation, depending on whatever happened during the game or whatever the case may be, it can be – you know, taken care of. It can be monitored. It's not that close proximity to where you cross somebody, you throw a little shoulder, a little bow, and then boom, it jumps off. You know, those things can happen. And 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 in the heat and the emotion of, of, of how things are now and today and all the importance that games have, you know, um, yeah, I, I would venture to say you could change that rule. I would look into it if I was the NCAA, definitely. Yeah. That would be a discussion I'd have at the uh, offseason. Uh, you know, the meetings that they have. Yeah, and Chris points out, too, not just his players, but all the young kids growing up watching these guys Facts. as their heroes. It definitely is is, uh, is a bad look, and and, un- and unfortunately, too, it, it draws the eyes, right? That's all we're talking about. That's everybody's looking at. So, um, you know, I, I remember even growing up kind of thinking, and, and I still I look at YouTube for NBA fights just to reminisce on all the best ones, and it's kind of fun to go down that path. Uh, and like I said, the next time Michigan and Wisconsin – uh, goes against it. We're all going to be watching. We're all going to be pretty, in, you know, tuned into that game. Um, but unfortunately, it doesn't send, send the right message to the, you know, the younger kids growing up. Is that hey, you know, people are interested if I, you know, st- start fighting back if I have a problem. And of course, Nebraska almost, you know, I wouldn't say almost. I mean, they had a, a push 
in their game against Maryland um, that de-escalated pretty quickly, thankfully, because Nebraska's players weren't going to bite on it. You know, they just said, yeah. you know, get this guy out of here. And they didn't even throw him out of the game. It was just, you know, get these guys separated for now. So uh, very interesting stuff. And I'm sure we'll talk about it more in the days to come. But we got to take a break. Time for our final segment as we close it out, hitting the hardwood. We'll talk a little bit about LeBron, who says, uh, seems to be one foot out the door in Los Angeles. He's already making his uh, exit plans. Uh, also, the Pelicans seem to have some sort of disconnect with Zion. Apparently hasn't talked to CJ McCollum yet, which was their big addition at the trade deadline. Uh, also, they're just front office. They're selling tickets without a mention of Zion at this point. So you kind of wonder if something's going down there. Uh, we'll talk about all that next here on The Block on 93.7 The Ticket.